Hello and welcome to a beautiful episode of Retail Nightmares. <laughs> I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me, who's making a beautiful face, is Alicia Tobin. Hi, beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. And our fabulous returning guest. She is an avid reader. Oh. She is the only other person in the world who's as big of a fan as the website SNLtranscripts.org. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, puzzles, and, she likes puzzles. What? She likes puzzles. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> also, the only other person I know who's as into puzzles as I am, it's Sally White. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are Sally? you? Was that a weird enough intro for you? I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't know where it was going to go. <laughs> I don't know where it was going to go. Inside, outside. <laughs> All Under the bra. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no bra, no panties. <laughs> We're referencing two different movies, but they both make me uncomfortable. Sally, thank you for being our guest when we had no guests a few hours ago. It is mm -hmm. my pleasure. Yeah. Then another guest that we had been trying to get was like, we can do it. And I was like, no way. Fuck you. We got Sally. We got Sally. She lives even closer to the podcast than you do. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You live three minutes to get here under my balcony. <laughs> and you've stopped probably to talk to a squirrel. Oh, did you? Did you? Did you meet an animal on my way here? Yes. Well, no new ones. Oh, just the, my regular friends. Who's your regular friends? No, I'm kidding. Oh, you are kind of like a magical elven creature. Thank you. Is that true? I think so. Well, if you think I'm one, Sally definitely is. If you think I live under a mushroom, Sally lives. She lives in like a tree a, stem. Yeah, she lives <laughs> in a tree for sure. Duh. <laughs> I live in a wolf stem. Oh, wow. Just you, Hank, and the blood snakes. The blood snakes. Copyright. Yeah. Rebecca Chaperon. No, my idea. You. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> okay, uh, you didn't copyright it. it went, yeah, but then you can't just take it. I'd bought a painting of it, so I took it. Do you, you know? I watched it all happen. Anyway, Sally, Jessica, <laughs> you're back. I'm wearing a sweater in a strange way. It's very avant garde. One arm on, one arm off. What's going on over there? I just got a little hot. It's it's warm in here. I get a little overheated yeah. whenever we start the podcast. I think like my heart rate rises. I could feel myself blush from head to toe just because you walked that's in the my, door no when we started doing this really oh my gosh i think i'm <laughs> half dead i do this every time like i my pit starts sweating my butt but it's hole incredibly contracts. warm in here i just opened the door what do you want me to do no don't be mad usually <laughs> don't be mad we, the, we've please only, don't yell we've only got the heat don't yell at me <laughs> i'm not yelling We've got the heat at like 69, which is oh, pretty perfect. standard, right? For <laughs> here it is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a fever of 420, mm -hmm. et cetera. Oh my God, Jessica, I should go to the hospital. Be dead. <laughs> legally. <laughs> legally. I'm illegally. It's a crime, you're still alive. I'm illegally alive right now. You're illegally blonde. Now the sweater is turning into a bit of a scarf. Mm -hmm. Clothes are just what you make of them, really. Also, I wore this sweater. I know the listener doesn't want to hear about my sweater because you can't you see it. You don't know that. But this is sort of like what I imagine if I were to ever dress up as Biscuit Demon. Oh. This would be my... It's like kind of... It's the right color. Cookie Monster Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's giant. It was my mother's in the 80s. Is it 100% cotton? Uh, I don't know. Looks like it. That was something nice about the 80s. You could get a cotton sweater. Nice. It just says Bretons. I don't know. Jessica, come back to us. <laughs> Where are you? You're hiding. Oh, no. You're going to ruin your sweater. Now she's making a turtleneck out of it. But if Biscuit Demon's knows. here, I have a bad feeling that Biscuit <laughs> Demon's here. <laughs> oh, no. Hi, guys. <laughs> Jessica's doing the podcast with a microphone. <laughs> inside a sleeve of a sweater that she's also put her head into. Do I look like a beautiful... You look like an elephant. elephant? You look like a baby elephant. Yeah. Do, 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 so this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> do, I just want to thank our guests for being here tonight. Sally, this was wonderful. Do, do, thank you for the uh, Sally, people want to find you online. When Jessica tells stories about being an only child, I was thinking about it today. I was crossing the street thinking about how lonely she says she was. 
But now that she has an audience. It's so hot in here. Oh, no. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. I went to a, a weird sweater dimension. Um, do you know the term sweater pup? Like uh, like sweater puppies? Yeah. Yeah, or sweater boobs. Pup. Yeah. Yeah. Like 70s boobs. 70s boobs. Yeah. Sweater puppies. Sweater puppies. I imagine it being a very 70s term. Hmm. It's a wrong. weird thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Why bring puppies into this? Just stop guppies. talking about both of us. No, no talking about women or puppies. If yeah, you're like that. They're not for you. Oh, you don't deserve them. Except I love the term sweater pups. <laughs> it would be a good band name. Sweater pup. I saw a dachshund in a Christmas sweater today, <gasps> and he's not even my puppo of the week. And uh, just a throwaway wow. puppo. Tough crowd. I know. <laughs> Amazing. Did you get to pet it? No, the owner was like right there, like crouched down, and mm. I. I didn't want to. You're engage. like, here, let me get in your zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that happens to me so much. And I'll tell Jay about a dog that I've that I saw. And he's like, did you pet it? And I'm like, no. And he's like, why? I know. Sometimes you don't pet all the dogs. You just get to see them. I Well, I never want to like interact with an animal's owner. <laughs> Very rarely. Yeah. I don't want to insert myself into their lives. But since living with Jay, he taught me that every animal is pettable. Mm hmm. it's the boldest he gets is when he's like i'm gonna pet that dog like i i chicken out but he he goes for it yeah i'm more like a jay yeah oh yeah i'll start smiling at a dog from like a block away (laughs) it's my owner gets very (laughs) weirded out very weirded out and i'll kind of like (laughs) flick my eyes up to them and be like this isn't for you it's not (laughs) for you yeah Oh, I hardly ever look at the owner. Like yeah. if someone was walking a dog and they were also covered in blood and had like guns in both of their hands and the police would be like, Jessica, what did the suspect look like? And I'm like, I don't Curly know. Curly coated. Very fluffy. Good boy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't help. Uh, For future murderers. I say hi to the dog all the time. Yeah. Like I will make eye contact with the owner if they're friendly or not. I don't give a shit. The dog's getting a hello. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I always say, hello, pup, pup. And if there's two <laughs> dogs, I go, hello, pup, pup. Hello, pup, pup. <laughs> In that and I tone. just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they need a good morning, too, or a hi. Like, they have, their lives hello, are so pup, small. Pup. That's true. And when they, they look make their lives back bigger. at you after you've already crossed paths, yeah, they're like, I feeling. bet you're really nice to your dog. Yeah. You let them steal things all the time. Don't yeah. get mad at them. That's the saddest thing is when you want to meet the dog and the, it wants to meet you and you pass and the dog looks back at you and you look back at the dog and you're like, like I know. It could have been magical. <laughs> Sometimes like it does happen with my dog and I really just can't stop. Like I, no. I have to go home to pee to mm-hmm. pay student loan debt. I don't know. Something. No, I understand. Or I'm having a rough day. I understand because when I'm walking, or the people's people is like a, a word peoples, a weird peoples. <laughs> a weird, what happened there? The people is a weird peoples. <laughs> a weird peoples. Sometimes they're weird peoples. <laughs> they're people. Did not like somebody on a walk tonight. Oh, he saw him crossing telling. the street. We were at the crosswalk waiting for the light to change, and then he barked at him Whoa. for a block. Whoa. Do not know what's going on with Hank these days. Maybe he's getting like a little bit fearful. Hmm. Maybe the guy had like kittens in his pockets or something. He does hate cats. Yeah. Hmm. Don't we all? Hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> I love them. Cats are nice. Cats are nice. Their ears are triangles all the time. All the time. They're never floopy. <laughs> I can counter that with my pup of the week later. Oh, oh. A floopy cat. A little teaser for you. <laughs> um, someone asked me at work today, like, are you a cat person or a dog person? Like very, very definitively. Question. And I was like, it. both, obviously. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you, why would you like... <sighs> I mean, obviously, some people are afraid of dogs. Some people are allergic to dogs. Some people are like allergic team to cats. sports. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, but I will still like snuggle with them until my face is a disgusting faucet oh, yeah. and like my eyes are so itchy. The last time that we saw or that I saw Oprah and Otto, my neck was. Oh, yeah. Like I had never seen it before. I didn't realize that I could get an kind allergic reaction. A like neck that. rash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was sitting right on my neck. It was worth it. I think I'm slightly really allergic to Hank. Yeah. Really? And I don't know. He's uh, hypoallergenic. Well, really stuffed up a lot of the time. Mm. I'd never trade it for the world. No. I, I learned to cats too and grew up with them. 
Have you have you noticed more like um, being stuffed up since you got Hank? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Are you snotty by nature? There also might be mold in my house. There's probably mold everywhere in Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, it's basically made of mold. Yeah. That's what the mountains are made of. It's true. People are skiing on. Beautiful. (laughs) Mold Mountain, Canada. Mold Mountain, I feel like, is definitely the name of like a Led Zeppelin song or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could track, but it's for sure. Yeah. No, I believe it. I'm a big Zepp fan. So I had Led Zeppelin earrings when I was a kid. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I only had Space Girl earrings. And I wish I still had them. I didn't have my ears pierced till I was 12 because I wasn't allowed to. So I hope you guys really enjoyed your childhood earrings. Oh, I got my mine pierced in grade six. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't far ahead of you. Made my dad cry. Yeah. <laughs> my baby's all pierced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my ears pierced when I was young. And then, uh, yeah, when you're in grade one and you get your ears pierced, that's a bad idea because you can't stop touching them. Yeah. And then... You gets get real crusty in there. <laughs> then your mom gives up and lets them heal over. And then you get them pierced again when Gross. you're 13. That's a fun little insight into Jessica's life. Um, so Sally, it's been a while since you were on. Mm-hmm. Have you had any new nightmares or have you unearthed some old? I haven't had any new nightmares. Oh, good for you. That I care to talk about. Mm. Uh, none retail involved. But like personal life nightmares. Well, I think I think <laughs> I still have a lot to mine from my retail days. Because Ooh. the last time I was here, I made a list before I came over. You did. And it was over 20 jobs. Whoa. <laughs> you t- okay, the last time you were on, you talked about... The, your coked out boss at the fancy salad at place. the salad place oh, yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> that was what i remembered most and also the children's bookstore oh yeah, oh, yeah. so i thought today i would talk about the children's portrait studio oh, oh yeah especially since it is the holiday season yeah and it was very busy with christmas photos hickory dock <laughs> don't forget Hang up your socks. Stuff your sock into your pants, and then you'll have a big dong in your Christmas portrait. That's not it. So you worked at a a portrait studio? I worked at it, yeah, a children's portrait studio. How did you get a job there? I was in photography school at the time. Oh. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. For the listener, Sally's an amazing photographer. I didn't know that. Which part? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing photographer. No, she's really good. Like, we will go somewhere and be taking photos of the exact same thing, standing (laughs) in the exact same spot. And hers will, like, bring me to tears with emotion. And mine is like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, it's it's a sign of... you guys are such good friends. You're different. Yeah, because I need her to document my life. I'm good at doing that. You're really good at it. And some sneaky candid shots. She knows all the tricks. But I was not a photographer. I was a photographer's assistant or a studio assistant so yeah I, I was in school at the time learning how to do all this stuff and every once in a while I would actually get to like stay at the studio after we closed and like use the backdrops and stuff which was a nice perk but being a studio assistant involved standing behind the photographer often with hand puppets oh, and just yeah. like <laughs> keeping focus for the kids and this would be like newborns up to like full like multi-generational when did you stop with the puppets what age all ages all age puppets there would always be just became more (laughs) adult puppets oh man like avenue q or whatever yeah puppetry of the penis that's actually (laughs) where it started (laughs) you were the puppeteer (laughs) i got the fathers involved you would just use it like a a calabasa (laughs) well okay i have a question did you ever do multi-generational all denim yes. portraits? Okay. Hey, we yes. should let you talk. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really fascinating. Of course I honestly did. can't think of like one specific incident. It was just kind of... A health this... dimension? <laughs> it was like the most forced, cheerful for the most extended period of time uh-huh. that I've ever had to do. And I can really force cheerfulness when necessary. But Teach me. Mm, you know, it's kind of just something you're born with. 
That's true. It's very <laughs> true. This is something I'm learning. But uh, so I would have to like welcome everybody into the studio and it was in kits. So we'd have a lot of like very kits families. And then we would also have a lot of people like that made this appointment months ago and it took them like an hour and a half to get there from the suburbs. And like, we'd better come away with a good photo or you're going to be in trouble, Brayden, kind of thing. You're going to be in trouble, Brayden? <laughs> yeah. Brayden, get your shit together. We put gel in your hair. <gasps> come on, smile. Okay, we cut we- off your rat tail. <laughs> We tastefully disguised it with tucks it into your turtle cornrow makeup. <laughs> um, so what was this in the early 2000s? This would have been 2006 or seven. Okay. Yeah. And so I would welcome everybody in and then explain how the whole process would go. And then the photographer would sort of like present themselves and Ew. be your photographer <laughs> for the day. Unzip <laughs> and present. <laughs> the photographer I'm imagining is wearing like leather pants like stained they just creak every time yeah <laughs> just like greasy hair lots of scarves yeah. half half smoked cigarette dangling you got it and they're like okay what are we gonna do today hey, do basically you- steven tyler bring up <laughs> no but like i'm thinking like a cross between like lou reed and steven tyler okay, like okay. a bit more like uh, Did she nail it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine all like professional photographers are that. Like this is just the day gig, and at night they take pictures of like bands and models, and fashion stuff. shows. Yeah, yes, yeah, and get up to all sorts of creepy things. <laughs> um. So yeah, we. I would usually have to do like six or seven shoots a day of just being like, uh oh, uh oh, over here, over here. <laughs> Hi, honey. Okay, pay attention. Look at me. Look at the camera. <laughs> Oh, no, I hate and then, it. Like, popping in to like straighten a straighten a collar or like fix little elements or something that had gone wrong over the holidays. We had all kinds of like Christmas props, including fake snow, which when you looked at it up close was like so gray. Mm, yeah. And I would have to like throw it up and then sweep it up at the end of the thing and it's like use it. it was use it again. It oh yeah, there was one bag of snow. Barf. <laughs> So full of hair and dust. (laughs) (laughs) That's really bad. Oh, boy. And then I would usually have like a 10 minute break in between when like the photographers were downloading all of the photos before I had to go out front and go through every single photo with the families and delete them. So I would just sort of like stand in the back office, like Blair Witch style, just like against (laughs) a wall. Oh, I'm going to say for these 10 minutes. And then I would go back out. And there were some people that just like could not delete a single photo of their like precious, precious children. Okay. Even if they're like blinking. Were they those photos where the child had died and they were still taking photos of it? (laughs) Like in the Victorian area? Oh my God. The Victorian (laughs) area is what I said, by the way. Yeah, they they do that in Victoria a lot. It's You know that Victoria is the uh, witch capital of Canada. I didn't know that. Well, that doesn't. I've been to Victoria. I've seen those witches. Big deal. <laughs> I mean, bring it. Yeah. Bring it, country witch. It's kind of a big deal. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also had a sweater on your head and your baby elephant, which was very cool. <laughs> yeah. I know what's cool. <laughs> you are right. I'm a trendsetter. So you go, this is a strange thing. I imagine mm-hmm. having photos not taken at Walmart to be reasonably expensive. The actual like sitting fee was pretty reasonable, but if you wanted packages, they got quite pricey oh. quickly. People packages, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> will never get through this package. because of the innuendos. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and when I first started, I was very conscious of how expensive all these packages were, and to be like, I mean, these are the best ones, and like this is the best deal. And then the, I was probably there for a year. Wow. All in. Wow. And by the end, I was like, you should get the triptych canvas series of these. <laughs> <laughs> these are memories you want forever digitally printed on Did your you wall. Did you work on commissions? I didn't work on commission. I've never oh. worked on commission. You just brought into the How did I've you worked manage? several jobs where like I should have been working yeah. commission. Yeah. Didn't you work at that fancy furniture store down the street? Yes, I did. Westworld. They yeah. made you wear a headset and you didn't get commission? There was no commission. I was bad at that job. Still, mm-hmm. commission's commission. Not true. It makes you sell something and make you more money. You got me a corgi Christmas ornament. And a little crystal thing. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, got my 
sweet discount for it. <laughs> but uh, sadly, no commission. I would have made a worked. lot more money if I was working. Yeah. I've never worked and did it ruin anything either. around being a photographer for you? Not really. So I was toying with the, well, I had every intention of being a photographer at that time. I was spending lots of money to put myself through school to do so. And then did a few like event things and like helped with a wedding and did this. And I was like, oh, unless I'm like in galleries and strictly that and i don't think i want to do this <laughs> no, for a living totally just like putting yourself out there and interacting with the public who Ugh. like knows nothing about photography but yeah. thinks they are and yeah they're your boss yeah i would not yeah want to do that <laughs> also i'm a bad photographer so <laughs> there's that too i'm good at painting though mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not as impressive uh, immediately you like, oh. give me a few months and I'll make a really pretty picture. I think for that's you. much more impressive or <laughs> equally impressive. Not for millennials these <laughs> days. One thing I've learned, millennials love convenience, except for this millennial right here. Yeah, I think that, you know, if we're going to be throwing millennials under the bus, um, no, for convenience sake, I, I would, there's lots of examples of them not. No, I, this is just something, this is a sort it's not of like, convenient to make avocado toast. No, but see, if you're a millennial, you'll just get Uber Eats to bring you avocado toast. So oh, soggy. No, this really? is okay. No, this is not something I believe in, but it's something that I was I, sitting I'm like Jessica. No, that's so mean. First of all, I am a millennial, yeah, and I do not identify with these uh, blanket statements whatsoever. Yeah. But this is stuff that has just been told to me again mm-hmm. and again at my work for the past uh, week or so. Really? It's just funny. Millennials love convenience. If we know one thing, millennials love convenience. But how do they know that? Trend market research. I don't know. It was funny. We got these Christmas gifts that were like smart Bluetooth home speakers that you like, you say like, hey Siri, play my workout playlist or whatever. And I, I heard the tuba music stars. <laughs> It's just uh, Benny Hill. <laughs> but I had to return the gift because I was like, I have absolutely no use for this. Was like, it one of those really, the things with a really sad ad where it's like, they leave the grandma at home and they're like, call my family. And then it shows them really. <laughs> Is that a real ad? Yes, that's so sad. <laughs> and then it shows them on this tiny little screen being like, hi grandma. And it's like. She's like a bigger person. I've fallen down. These are my last moments. (laughs) (laughs) And the death burp. ruined my story (laughs) with the burp. It was fully. Burp on your story time. I can't control when it comes out. That's not true. You you look at me (laughs) and then you burp. (laughs) You, okay, you make me burp. I'm not, I will not take that on. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Millennials control. like blaming burps on other people. That's true. So millennial. That's very true. Um, I feel like that. That's sort of like strange, a passive aggressive discrimination tactic. Absolutely, it is. I don't think it's meant as a negative thing. I think it's just meant as a statement, like without negative or positive connotations. Okay, it's just something I keep like making hearing. conversation. <laughs> it's just something I keep hearing and disagreeing with. But like, I'm not the person doing the market research so it's not i also think i'm not your typical guys i'm a bit quirky i'm a bit funky you're funky i'm like a fun creative lady that is the words i used to describe you every time i talk about you jessica Jessica? my fun creative friend (laughs) (laughs) met jessica she's real funky that's not what i say you say like she burps so loud obsessed with farts you must have heard her and piss um jay calls me she has a deep sense of justice Mm. (laughs) i do yeah i'd say so you would definitely like the world to be a fair place and a kind place that's true yeah um you know that's up there then it's the burping and it's piss jay calls me the night burper (laughs) yeah because you wake up the neighborhood yeah you're the uh Jessica Simpson. It's like the nine o'clock cannon. Exactly. But it comes <laughs> out of my body. Um, but yeah, when we've been away for a while and then I like I was just in Atlanta for a week and like when I came back, I think I was like walking down the street burping and Jay was like, ah, the night burper returns. <laughs> like and I was like, do you think anyone was like worried that they weren't hearing me burping at night? So when you burp, is it because you have to burp or you want to burp? It's because I have to. Like I never. But also you I like never the echo off it. the Do you ever fart? But not as much. It's coming out through your mouth. <laughs> it's farts. 
It's, oh, it's fart flavored. <laughs> I had a friend who told me that if you hold in your farts, that's what happens. And I was like, you, that's not how a body is set up. Like, no, but it's very funny to think it is. But he was convinced. And this was like an almost 40 year old man who was like, yeah, this wasn't. I, this oh, wasn't I'm like, so sorry that it was like a kid. Yeah, no, I know. It's cute if you think a kid is yeah. describing a body. No, this was like a man who was. He also didn't think women pooped, probably. Uh, he probably had Googled some oh, videos yeah. to make sure, though. Things are uh, different now. Two girls, one cup. Uh, <laughs> one cup. One. No girls. <laughs> yeah, he just Googled the cup. <laughs> Show me that cup. <laughs> no girls. The edited director's cup. Is it poop in that cup? Yeah, you've never watched it? I've of never watched not. it. Oh, my God. The I'm best. never I've only watched it. React vids. The best part of that video is the music. It's just like a beautiful like strings. It's like very, very disparate, like very unexpected. Do they put the poop in their mouth? Yeah, of course. I'm convinced it's not actual poop. Like the consistency of it is so nice. It looks like chocolate mousse. Like it's very like light and frothy and like consistent. Like it's not just because it's been in and out of their mouth so much. Well, maybe let's stop talking about this. So Sally, I'm sorry. We cut you off. (laughs) What was the rest of this nightmare? So I actually enjoyed working there for the most part. By the time a year had passed, it was like, I have been here for too long. But like the woman who owned the company was like extremely lovely. And most people were great. But there was one photographer who worked there who was this like extremely emo right in the like sweet spot of emo guy. My chemical romance. A lot of city and color. A lot of God knows what else. What? I don't know. Fallout boy. Is yep. that emo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Pete Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he thought he was like so cool. Did uh, you have the swoopy hair? Yes. Yeah. Or no, he, he had the dyed black hair, but he had the little as a photographer to have a swoop. Yeah. He had the little the little ski jump kind of. Oh. And he always wore black. Um, but we this was like a small studio. And there was one bathroom for all the clients and all the staff. Where and would a, you cry? In the <laughs> against the wall. In the office. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. corner. On my wall. <laughs> Crying. My wall. cry wall. <laughs> Behind the, the drop down. <laughs> the uh, canvas backdrops that's right they're just crying shuffle behind in between two of them <laughs> yeah and then just blot my tears on the back of the canvas and the continue marble my day. columns yeah um but he would like on a regular basis douse himself in cologne in <gasps> oh, the no. one bathroom that everybody shared including a lot of pregnant women who are extremely sensitive to smells yeah on top of it just being gross yeah and it would last for hours because it was in the back of the building and it would like there's nowhere for it to go. And, and I probably know no if there fan. was a fan. Yeah. Oh my and God. it like. Are you sure he wasn't trying to hide a poo smell? Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to guess. But I don't fucking care. It okay. was awful. Yeah. I would rather. Who is better? Yeah. Who is. Who sometimes is better. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the best smell? Am I right? <laughs> Back me up here, guys. <laughs> Anyone? (laughs) (laughs) We all think this, right? Yes, Jessica. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) Okay, one thing that I hear people saying all the time is that coffee is the best smell. And literally, I... It cannot, smells like poo sometimes. It smells like poo. Yeah. I cannot discern a difference between poo and coffee. <laughs> and I'm like, if you like this one, you gotta try <laughs> the other one. Come with me. Number two smell. Um, that's gross. Did anyone ever bring it up? I wanted to every single time it happened, but I would just like, seethe quietly and then just kind of like dart my eyes around and hope that I would catch the attention of somebody else. But no, it didn't. Maybe everyone else was like quietly seething as well. Really weird thing to do. Oh, I hated him so much. And he would also like take control of the CD player and then like, play oh. his shitty email music like for the background of the shoots that Let's were going Let's look him up on. on Facebook after. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've seen him around like, a few times since and I'm... Is he still goth? Or emo rather? I think so. I feel like he's the guy that butted on in front of me on the 99 yesterday <laughs> and he had a lot of rings. Oh, he wore a lot of rings. And he had a swoop. I'm going to show you him. And afterwards. I saw him again this morning. I was like, oh, you're my neighbor. Is he? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's like in my size. Maybe him. Okay. 
I'll show you a picture. Um, okay, so you mentioned that there was a bunch of pregnant ladies there. <gasps> Were you doing like maternity photo shoot? Sometimes. Like a tasteful nude. Speaking of tasteful nudes, one time and adjust like and having to adjust things, I would be like very up in people's personal space. And there was one woman who was like head towards the camera, feet towards the backdrop. And I had to adjust something and was like this between her legs. Oh, my God. And then she was like, oh, I'm. <laughs> As I realized, she was not wearing underwear. Wow. So it was very up close and personal. Scandalous. Very tasteful nude. I thought you were going to say one time you were adjusting someone's clothing and their nipple popped loose. And that no. was on the Christmas card. And that was Elaine <laughs> Bennis. <laughs> Nope, just a pregnant vagina in my face. Wow, oh, a pregnant one. You didn't, yeah. you didn't oh, mention yeah. that. <laughs> well, I feel like that makes more sense that she's not wearing underwear because it's probably oh, yeah. like hard to and get you know what? the right size. And maybe it's like... We were both very cool. <laughs> sweaty down there. Yeah, that's cool. I she mean, was... I actually quite liked her. You're like, I actually... But it was a shock. Quite Well, she gave it. you a warning too. She's like, I she's didn't like, realize I, uh, this would happen. Yeah. And I respect always, you. I respect you. Yeah, yes. I get that. So that was not a nightmare. It was just a, a happening. <laughs> I love, I imagine that you were on one of those little carts that like mechanics go on when they like roll <laughs> under the hood. And you're like, I just need to fix one thing. And you're like, uh oh. <laughs> you're zooming around the whole photo studio on one of those little, little like weird sled skateboards. I've always wanted to go on one of those. They look fun, but yeah. also being under a car seems scary. Yeah. Hmm. Like, what if all four tires pop? And we had one of those you? in our garage growing up. Really? Yeah. Did you zoom around on it? Yeah, of course. We used um, like a skateboard, but it doesn't go like a skateboard because it's yeah not low. meant to move that way. Yeah. yeah. It's like a weird raft. Alicia, do you have a nightmare? <laughs> yeah. I have a great one. <laughs> well, hit us with it. Okay, so... um. I am, this is my experience with a consumer experience situation where I am not the nightmare. The staff is a bit of a nightmare. Um, was at a group brunch uh, last week and there were only two people at the table with special dietary requirements. Everything was booked in advance, including the menu. So there wouldn't be any confusion the day of. Restaurant's pretty much empty when we get there. And the people, like the part of the group starts to trickle in. We order drinks and I, we were not able to order our meals for at least 45 minutes. Whoa. And people were just getting coffee and things. And the first thing that was weird was um, one of the servers barked at somebody at the table because her menu was in the way of where she wanted to place her teacup. But the menu was where the server had just put the menu. <laughs> so it was very, like, very strange. I was like, I don't know what was happening for that person that day, but it was very str angry and weird because it, we're not, we weren't a difficult group to serve. I've been parts of those groups. Um, and then when they started to take our orders, the servers didn't know the difference between a vegetarian, a vegan, and a person who's gluten free. And every vegan plate showed up with cheese on it. One showed up with eggs. Um, there's only a few, two vegans at the table, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's impressive how wrong they got it. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, it just was so strange. But and it was really they like. they had a preset menu? Yeah. And so when we're like, okay, well, what's the vegan option? What's the gluten-free option? And like my option was just a omelet with some mushrooms in it. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> I was very hungry. You can it was that also the home. tiniest tiniest is a very expensive place um but its reputation is not as good as its food hmm. um and everybody's meals were just so just barely meals hmm. i think one person enjoyed their meal that's stressful i want you to tell me where it was afterwards so i never make the mistake of going there yeah um, i would be happy to it's shocking that a place in vancouver doesn't know what a vegetarian and a vegan and yeah. a gluten-free person means. that's like yeah um, but the mixing up vegan and gluten free, I hear constantly. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> yeah, like in the industry I work in, I do occasionally have like people that are gluten free mad that things are like vegan or things right. that we make are both or yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, to I think restaurants just to cut back on the expense, it would be to create like two different meals. Mm -hmm. They create a meal that is both gluten free and vegan. Like that was at yeah. uh, my staff Christmas right. party last Saturday. 
the gluten-free and vegan options were all the same and they were all amazing. Hmm. Um, with the exception of they made a vegan stuffing that was apparently to die for. And mm. I kept staring at it. It looks so good. But <laughs> instead, I just ate a bunch of meat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was, it's weird to... I have had better service at uh, Red Robin. <laughs> Still need to go. I'll go. You've they have a new Red veggie burger. No. Really, really good. Good to know. It's just weird. It's very weird. Um, I have a weird sort of work conundrum. Okay. It's going to be a new category. Ooh. Work conundrum. It's not retail and it's not a nightmare. It's just something where like I am the problem and I don't know how to fix it. Okay. I was sort of teasing this a bit before, mm-hmm, before we feather. started recording. Yeah. I had a <laughs> French tickler. Um, and I was like, just you wait. And just I was like, I can't. Wait. <laughs> All crap. Oh, shit. Um, okay. So at my work last week, it was just like a week of meetings. It was like everyone was in all these meetings. I was in one meeting that was four hours long. Oh, my God. And I on. was not required to participate in these meetings in any way. I was just strictly sitting. You had to attend them, though. I had to attend, but I was just strictly sitting and watching. And okay. I was told that I was expected to be mentally present in the meetings. And if you sit me down... In a situation like that, maybe dim the lights a little, show me a PowerPoint presentation, oh. and it's about, you know, 45 minutes to four hours, I'm going to start falling asleep. Yeah. And so, listeners, ladies, suggestions, please, because this is going to happen a lot at my job, and I don't know how to not fall asleep, <laughs> even if I'm wrapped. Did you fall asleep? I didn't fall asleep, but my head, like, you nodded jerk. many times, <laughs> yeah. many times, and each day I consumed more caffeine before these meetings than I have ever had in my life in one sitting. Cause I don't drink coffee or anything, but I would have like a full yerba mate. And so after the meetings at lunch, I'd be like vibrating, yeah. like shaking, but still nodding off. And I don't know if this has anything to do with my attention deficit disorder. Like, I don't know. This absolutely happens to me as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Cause I also felt like I was, like the only one that this was happening to and my boss like saw it happening and on the second or third day she was like just doodle just doodle to keep your mind are you able to like stand up like is there like a place you could position yourself in the room that if you needed to i guess i could but i just like also don't want to draw attention to myself um so i started doodling and that did help but i also feel like doodling looks like you're not paying attention i doodle yeah yeah and that helps me keep my attention for sure yeah but also, I just want to say that I think a meeting should be less than an hour and a half. Ideally, yeah, a meeting w- 45 minutes to an hour. You, that I think that, okay, it could be your attention deficit for sure, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're self-aware. And I, But I think that that's an incredibly long meeting. And I don't know that anyone is productive. Yeah. Are there um, breaks in this four hours? Um, yeah, there was a few breaks, but like every break I would just like have to run to pee. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a lineup at the bathroom yeah. because I was also like drinking my yerba mate and I was drinking water and I was like trying to keep myself. I was like pinching my hands like yeah. in my sweater sleeves. Oh, wow. no, trying to sometimes stay it's just like actually you cannot stop it from happening from personal experience. Like it's anytime like I was in like afternoon classes or anything. Yeah. Like, I felt definitely fell asleep in morning classes. Yeah, yeah, same. And even like doesn't matter how much sleep I've gotten. It's just like my brain. And it was kind of funny because I was like, I was not expecting this when I applied for this job. <laughs> like there's nowhere on the qualifications that it say like have to be able to remain mentally present for four hour meetings. <laughs> like yeah. I just like I guess. And I didn't know that I wasn't good at this. I just didn't know. And this is a new thing that I've learned. And it's like turns out I will fall asleep. And huh. it's like actually kind of interesting that I've learned this. <laughs> but so, yeah, if you experience this listener and you've found a way of coping with it, please. Hit I me don't up. think caffeine's going to help. No. It was shocking to me, though, because I and I've been Googling. I've been reading all like articles uh, about what to do. And they all say, like, have caffeine. I'm a caffeinated beverage. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought so, too. I feel like having a cold beverage might be good. Yeah, yeah I had cold water. <sighs> like, didn't. I think keep it up with the doodling or like have like some kind of I would take notes. Yeah, take notes. Some kind of like fidgety thing. The thing was I was doodling 
And then at one point I realized I was like falling asleep as I was doodling. And I looked down and the ink on my page had just made like a big puddle. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. And then I tried to like incorporate that into my drawing. (laughs) Yeah. Did your boss notice that you're falling asleep? Yeah. We talked about it. And then my boss's boss's boss noticed and was like, what is wrong? And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying. So it's not the end of the world, but it is like, how do I fix it? I don't know. Like maybe my brain will get is used to it. I think to this. Yeah. Maybe an elastic band on your wrist. Yeah. Or on my dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> put another one on. Yeah. It's not tight enough. You got to keep that sandwich bag on it. <laughs> gross. You're gross. <laughs> yeah. How gross am I for uh, like taking that image and imagining it in my head and remembering when I found one of those in the playground when I was in elementary school. A sandwich bag? Sandwich bag with an elastic band around the end. It's just been an art project. Mm, I think it was... A condom? Someone's DIY. A sausage condom. <laughs> condom. Um, a prophylactic. <laughs> prophylactic? I haven't heard that. Oh, a rubber. <laughs> oh, we're getting... I, what, what's the other one? Uh, is it a hmm. sheath? Ooh. Yeah, sheath. And then I can hear my mother's voice. Well, they were called sheaths because they're made out of lambs and intestines. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lambskin. <laughs> Lambskin sheath. Gross. Um, and that's how you were born. <laughs> many holes in the lambskin well i think we've all been sort of speaking in british accents do you think Mm. it's time for reverie of the bard could it be (laughs) okay so before we do reverie of the bard i have a little bit of a surprise for you okay um i'm just really excited we've got our first sponsor finally (laughs) it's been uh it's been a long time but it's a really cool company um it's called seattle mattresses and so i just want to play you their ad Dreams, the poem of the mind. Did you know 75% of podcast listeners are self-described avid dreamers, people who rest their head on a favorite pillow, close both eyes, and are transported to the brain's personal Hollywood, a place where anything can happen. You might find yourself soaring through the clouds like a human helicopter or clawing through the soil with a family of moles. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But what you might not know is the role your mattress plays in all of this. Here at Seattle Mattresses, we've built the world's first scientific building to explore the relationship between mattress attributes and the psyche at rest. We call this study the Dreamer's Dance. I can guess what you're thinking. This sounds pretty out there, right? Well, let me tell you something really out there. Our competitors' mattresses are full of micro-holes that steal your dreams. Try to imagine a golf course with all those holes. That's your mattress. Your dreams are like golf balls, rolling through the greenery and headed for oblivion. But not to worry. Seattle Mattresses' mattresses are made of cutting-edge fibers that are guaranteed free of micro-holes. They're soft and comfortable as an old goose but with a marbleized veneer that keeps your dreams where they belong. If you don't believe me, try out a Seattle mattress for yourself. There's free delivery and a no-risk return policy. Browse over to seattlemattresses.sleep/pcast and use the code BIGPODCAST for 20% off. Thanks for listening, and pleasant dreams. So that's so cool. Um, thank you to Seattle Mattresses for giving us a sample mattress. Congratulations, like, I guys. love that's it. Like a really big deal. I know. Like, I big feel like we finally stone. made it. Like, I'm looking got- forward to having a turn on the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> How does it work? You and Jay have it for like six months. I have it for Well, I was thinking, I don't like, know. we have it Tuesday, Thursdays. You have it Monday, so Wednesday, Friday. heavy. Yeah. Well, it's a marbleized veneer. Why don't you guys just <laughs> pay me out <laughs> we for just- the free mattress? <laughs> Eat me out? <laughs> I mean, uh, no, thank you. We can talk about this later. Okay, so now it's time for another installment of Reverie of the Bard. Oh. 
join us now for Reverie of the Bard. I believe this is scene three of Upon the Wind of a Narrow Swan. Okay. So when we last left our characters, uh, something was afoot. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Something to do with a swan Mm -hmm. and uh, the king. That's right, Jessica. The moon master and her apprentice Billy Dancer have realized all is not well in the kingdom. The sorcerer Duante has cast a dark spell on the moon, allowing the world of tricks to bleed into reality. The moon master and Billy Dancer have alerted King Marcus to the broken moon, but they do not know one such illusion is already in their midst. A common swan is impersonating the king's son, Prince Edwin. But to what end is unclear. This scene takes place in Cousin's Cove, where Billy Dancer has called a secret meeting with her cousin, the good-natured courtesan Turtle. So, we open on the exterior of Cousin's Cove. Do we have to introduce our characters? Sure, you can say who's who. I'm the moon's voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Billy Dancer. And I'm, of course, Turtle. Yeah, from Entourage. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a different spin on the character. Though. Okay. Okay. So we open on the exterior of Cousin's Cove. The wondrous gray apple in the sky shines crookedly this evening. My cousin, it does not cool me to greet you, but I beg a wish's request. The Cousins Carnival is three seasons afield, yet we present ourselves this moment. The broken moon bewitching above us. Illusions trouble the land. The moon master fears for the king and seeks to heal reality. <laughs> Truth's counterpart is a spun mirror reflecting an unduly world. <laughs> the gate to its nest is near, but we must perceive it first. Thou sits in the lap of deceit. Have you seen any lies? The court bloats with intrigue. Turtle, (gasps) gaze at your mind (laughs) and let your suspicions rise like a crow startled from its labor. (laughs) I am ill with no blood to comfort my valid veins. I admit I have been whispered to. I preen and await more words. The magician at court, Duante, has looked with squalid eyes at the king's finest circle, the crown itself. Beyond this, Duante and Prince Edwin have taken to climbing horses nightly. I am disturbed and puzzled, yet silent, as I have yet to view the whole body of this bent pledge. Turtle! May your honest voice gather thou a basket. (laughs) Billy Dancer! Then away to the humble Moonmaster and gift her the thoughts of a cousin. My cure shall be pride from this conspiracy. And scene. Scene. Wow. Wow. <laughs> stirring words. <laughs> Stirred bard, something. The bard. <laughs> the bard is a talented man. And I can't wait to see what happens on the next installment of Reverie of the Bard. Beautiful. And this brings us to Puppo of the Week. Yes. <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Tell you who's your Puppo of the Week. I have many Puppos. Well, choose you've from got a limit. Let's say under five. I'm going to, well, I'm. You're going to group them together and cheat? I'll choose. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can choose 18. Oh, no. Yeah, we're or you can just draw one out for a really long time. We've all tried. The yeah, best. I do okay. that a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you doing over there? Sally <laughs> is a trooper. She's coming down with something, and she still agreed to do the podcast last oh, minute. No, and I am prying her with wine. Prying, prying. <laughs> I'm also prying you <laughs> wide open. It's I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're wearing underwear tonight, right? Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Not for long. Um, I showed you how high-waisted it you was. You did show me underwear. I'm going to buy them as soon as they come. Quite beautiful. Oh, they're so comfortable. <laughs> Let me try them on. 
Okay. <laughs> we all try on Sally's new underpants. The sisterhood of the traveling underpants. Yeah, yeah that's a thing. That's totally healthy mm. and normal. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sally, please. Who okay. is your papa? Please stop us. Um, My parents just moved to a little island on the coast of BC. And it's just rolling green hills everywhere and farms everywhere. And we have friends with one of these farms. So we went and visited them this weekend. And I knew that there were horses on this farm, but they also just like invite animals of their friends over because they have all of this, this green land to be on. And they it's like the need shire. the grass. It's basically the shire. Yeah. And the horses keep the grass trimmed. So there were two mini horses that were the most beautiful little things. And one of them had a gorgeous long 80s mane and one of them was like cropped really short. <laughs> And I did confirm that they are mini horses and not ponies, which I wasn't totally sure was actually a distinction. It's, I mean, it's pronounced miniature horse, but I love the term mini horse. Yes. <laughs> miniature horse. Apparently, <laughs> miniature horses don't get the same diseases that ponies get. Ponies are a lot more prone to sickness. Um, so these guys are just super healthy. Oh. But they were so like, they were just so sweet and they came right up to you and you could just like nuzzle them like a dog because they're the same height as a big dog and I got to hang out with them for quite a long time and they were so wonderful I didn't get to learn either of their names let's just call them both Lil Sebastian yeah and Lil Sebastian too yeah (laughs) um and then also there was two dogs and I watched one steal a stale bagel from the other one and it was I thought it was a bagel it was a bagel you posted a series of <laughs> of of photos, and I I was like, that's got to be a toy that looks like a bagel, but it, it really looked like a bagel. Very hard bagel. So yeah, I had I had quite a weekend, and it was Amazing. full of papos. So great. It's funny because I I know about this farm, and I've known about it for quite some time. Yeah. And wh- on your thirtieth birthday, we all went to this magical island, and you had a list of things you wanted to do over the weekend Mm -hmm. on your birthday because it also fell on a long weekend so it was perfect so we had all these things to do and we crossed everything off that list except for go to the farm (laughs) i know and when i saw those stories you posted on instagram of the farm i was like this it's could have been us yeah (laughs) It's, it's okay one day i promise to take you there oh i'm not i know i will go there one day i'm not upset or worried or anything i'm a little bit upset yeah uh, i'm just sad that i don't get to meet every animal that i see i know you know that's yeah just like life is too short but that's amazing yeah. you want me to go jessica yeah sorry i'm googling something <laughs> and i'm doing it very discreetly i'm just googling miniature horse they're so little they're so cute and there's like really tiny miniature horses too. There's that really famous tiny tiny one. Well, there's oh, they that, can get really oh. small. There's Fallobellas. Oh, we used to have a poster of one on the wall. They have beautiful long hair. They just look like they just got back from the salon, and they're really good at horse dancing. Like they're like fancy prancing. Yeah, but like with a partner that is oh. human. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Alicia, who is your puppo? I can't compete <laughs> with a dancing horse. Well, that's not my puppo. That's just a thing that exists. My puppo's Hank. Um, he's been up to some funny stuff. I remembered a little while ago that he took, I have a sock bun, like one of those kind of pre-made nylon things you buy at the dollar store to make a really big bun. Mm-hmm. And I only use it like very occasionally. My hair has been too short to use it, but I used it last week for the first time in maybe four months. And he saw me put it down. Uh-oh. <laughs> And he can't reach it because even on his hind legs, he can reach and it's very cute. He can reach up over the sink in the bathroom, but just enough to get his nose onto the counter. And he's fully stretched out was actually really good for his stretching exercises, which he doesn't like to do. Um, He's crazy about the sock bun and he'll never hide or run away from me. But he'll if he gets it, he runs and there's nowhere to run. It's a one bedroom apartment. So I just and he loves to touch it and like and nuzzle it and like slowly pull it apart but because it's like just a shitty dollar store nylon sock bun like it's probably not safe for him so I always take it away I put it back in the cabinet in the bathroom and then he goes into the bathroom and sits in the bathroom and cries at the cabinet (laughs) 
It's his favorite thing. It's his favorite he thing. He posted a really good video about it. It probably <laughs> smells just like you. It probably smells very strongly of hair, which he likes a lot. Every once in a while, he'll find a hair and eat that, <laughs> um, which is great afterwards. Yeah, that's um, fun for you. Yeah, when he's like, what's coming out of my body? <laughs> I won't let her near my butt, and we'll make this a big mess. Um, so he just uh, is so weird about it, and he loves it so much. I had a different video before the video I posted where... I would put the sock bun down and then he would put his paw on the sock bun and then I would put my paw on top of his paw and then he'd look at me and then I'd move my thing and then he'd take the sock bun and then he'd do it over and over and over again. Um, so I don't know. He just loves it. And last night we went on the a pack walk with Discover Dogs and the whole time he was like so well behaved. He didn't do anything That's bad. So I heard. He's such a I good boy. A <laughs> He's such a good boy. So you walk with a bunch of other yeah. dog owners? And it's good practice for dogs like Hank that aren't that well trained right. and are easily distracted or not great with other dogs. So usually there's a combination. Like Hank's thing is that he doesn't really stay focused. He has a pretty short attention span. So the whole time he's like looking at me, looking for directions, which is really cute. <laughs> uh, and his girlfriend, Dexy, the giant 120 pound dog that he's in love with, walks beside him. So cute, yeah, and so he's like 20 pounds, it's very cute. And she waits for him, ride on top of her in a little saddle, <laughs> totally with a little cowboy hat. So, yeah, he's my puppo. Okay, so my puppo of the week, I have two it's a cat and a dog, and I met them on Monday night. Uh, the dog is a three legged bulldog named Homer. Oh, wow, <laughs> and the cat is a Scottish fold cat <sighs> named Scout. And I will be looking after both of these animals over Christmas. Whoa, um, this is my former co worker's cat and dog. And a few weeks before I gave my notice, she had asked if I could look after the animals over Christmas, and I said yes. And then when I gave my notice, she like took me aside and she was like, I have something very important to talk to you about. And I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, what is it? And she was like, will you still look after my animals over Christmas? And I was like, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Homer's amazing. He's the funniest. He loves wrestling. Oh, and he, which leg is he missing? He's missing. I think his rear right leg okay, okay so he can still wrestle so he still wrestles he can run he can play he can go up and down stairs he can do everything and he didn't lose it from any injury or anything they had him since he was a puppy and it was just malformed when he was right. born and uh it was always kind of painful for him and so they got it amputated and then he was like happy and not oh. in any pain and like running around and like he is amazing. He has the biggest underbite I've ever seen. <laughs> and he loves getting up really close and then just sneezing in your face and like <laughs> spraying you with a, like a lovely mist. Um, and it's so funny because I had never been over to this woman's house before. And she had Jay and I over and she had, hadn't met Jay and I hadn't met her husband and the four of us had dinner and it was lovely and I just love going straight to like getting to know all the like inner workings of their lives and their animals. Cause you, it's like immediately going to the most neurotic side of a person. <laughs> so you go downstairs and they're like, yeah, the cat just loves egg cartons. So like, don't throw away the egg cartons cause she'll play with it. And you're like, okay, like this is, I will do this. And it's like, you've got to put like a little bit of the crusty old cat food on top of the dog's food or you want, and you're just like, <laughs> instantly like okay like i really feel like i know you and like i understand all your little weird behavioral tics um so yeah i'm looking forward to it oh wonderful you can expect on my instagram feed lots of stories of them over uh christmas i'm not instant on instagram until the end of january so no stories sorry oh you like you went off of it yeah oh. it's realized i was taking like hours a day on it oh yeah and Same. i just need to use that time for writing yeah that's smart yeah, it's very uh, noble of you. Mm -hmm. I also, I had to be completely honest. It also doesn't make me feel that great. Yeah, that's. A I think lot some of people. people can really like handle it, but I feel like it brings up a lot of like feelings of inadequacy as well mm -hmm. as judgment. Mm -hmm. And those are things that like I would like to be better at. Mm -hmm. I get also like envy, and then the ads. The ads were kind of the beginning so of the end. Ads. There are so many yeah. ads. And sometimes they're good. I'm like, matter. I do need waterproof sneakers. And I do need, I do, <laughs> I do need, need this thing. eyelash growth serum. <laughs> I don't wow. get those ones. But yeah, I get a version of whatever that is, yeah. right? I got my first targeted ad. What? Um, you just don't follow enough people. 
and then you don't get ads. Yeah. Like I just looked at like you're following like three times as many people as me. Like the key is to just not follow anyone and then you don't get ads. Mm. Also, if you have ad blocker and you don't do any online shopping, it doesn't know what you like. And so it just gives you ads for things that like. I would have to change a lot of things you just do. to make it happen <laughs> yeah. right from what you said. Let like me it, tell you. Um, but I got so many ads. I got the first ad coming. that was actually like, oh, yes, this is something I'm going to go immediately buy. And it was a special cake that they're making for the two-year anniversary of the arbor restaurant and i like immediately was like i will take two of these cakes please (laughs) ate one last night what kind of cake it's like a like a confetti layered like white birthday cake but with Mm. a little crunchies and then like with this sort of like caramel honey sauce like it was really really good but it was tiny it was like maybe like an inch and a half circle like it was little but tall but like I think it was one of those things that was to be Instagrammed, which like I don't do that. So I'm just like, oh, I can eat this in three bites. Cool. (laughs) But it was funny. And then I went in and I told them that I saw an ad on Instagram and they were so embarrassed. They were like, oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, it worked. Good job. (laughs) And they were like, don't tell us that, (laughs) Um, which was very funny. But anyway, since getting that OS upgrade that tells you how much you're looking at your phone, I'm like, <laughs> I suspected as much. Yeah. Yeah. And mine was like average just two hours and two and a half hours a day. I set a time limit for how long I'm allowed to play solitaire every day. Oh and my. every single day it says you've reached your limit. Do you want to ignore it? Do you want me to tell you again in 15 minutes? And I tell it. So I go fuck it. yourself. <laughs> yeah. But I'm uh, on a winning streak, baby. I'm yeah, I'm like 80. Solitaire is the game that I have on my phone. The one and only game. I the only game I have on my phone is uh Scrabble. Nice. I don't have any games. I have a period tracker. That's like a game. Yeah. It's yeah, like a fun a game. Risky game. I also have Plant Nanny, which feels oh. like it's a game, but you're secretly staying hydrated. It's the only way I know how to drink water. I love it. Have I'm you on my like, plants. Okay, plant. this has been um <laughs> what's on our phones. <laughs> Sally, if people want to follow you on social media, do you want them to? Um, yeah, you can follow me on my Instagram at Sally Michaels. Uh, and if you want to watch me recommend children's books, you can watch me on YouTube at Owlcrate TV. And they can follow your Owlcrate Jr. Yeah. on Instagram. Uh, yes, at Owlcrate Jr. is the subscription box that I run. So you can also do that. It's a lot of fun. You've got 16,000 followers. On, not on my person. No, on Owl Crate Jr. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Some hot content on there. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Jessica, do you have anything to plug? I have so much to plug. This will come out in time for uh, everyone to come still see Garbage Dreams play at the Vogue on December 22nd, opening up for the band Calpurnia starring famous child star Finn Wolfhard. (laughs) Also, Milk is playing, and now another band is playing that I've never heard of, so it'll be fun and weird. (laughs) Um, If you like the podcast, you can donate to our Patreon and get live episodes, a bunch of music, Red Hot Chili Peppers React Vid, Mm -hmm. um, so much stuff. But if you want to buy something you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com uh thank you to everyone who's already made an order i just want to give a heads up that we're running low on tote bag stock and i've just ordered a hundred more but they won't be here until january 2nd so if you order before then it might take a while to ship out but please feel free to do so mm-hmm. It's very fun. Worth the wait, I'd say. Yeah. Sally's going to have to wait. I just learned. <laughs> I just got my mind taken back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I just like worry that people will be wanting it for Christmas gifts. Yeah. And then the people they, I was going to give it to for Christmas gifts don't know that I was going to give it to them. And then they, yeah, I just worry that they're going to be. Unimportant. There's just going to be a lump of coal in their stocking instead. Okay. But it's, it's pretty exciting. You can pay via credit card. I still card. don't have my own. Or PayPal. I don't have one either, but we ha- we can make as many as we want. <laughs> I just wanted one. It's You can have one of the wonky ones. Also, there's wonky ones. Oh, yeah. If you want one desperately enough, 
no, message me about the wonky ones. We decided we're not selling the wonky <laughs> no, ones. No, but uh, yeah, do that if you want. You're such a shrewd business lady. I'm also. I'm just <laughs> thinking of a way to make everyone happy. I'm not being shrewd at all. It's um, not an, cover it's the not cost an of shipping, and you can just give them away for free. No, we're not selling. No, just kidding. I'm, I'm not just getting rid of them. Anymore. They're going to sit in my van until I die. Um, <laughs> Also, if you want to buy Now Me See Me, Jay's comic, that's on the big cartel as well. And it's worth owning. It's, it's a must own. It's I'd only say. 10 bucks and you get 28 pages of hilarity. Full color, I might add. Um, and they can ship together, which is amazing. They both fit in the small bubble mailer. Alicia, what do you have to plug? Nothing I'm done for the year. What about Super Sick Podcast? Oh, yeah. Super Sick Podcast. You released a new episode with former Retail Nightmares guest Fatima Dore. It was so um, good. She has Chiari Malfal uh, Formation, which is a really fascinating and debilitating disorder. And she still manages to be an incredibly funny and lovely person. Uh, it's a great episode. You get an update uh, from me about my hilarious visit to my endocrinologist where he told me I was fat. Um, and Kevin Lee gives us a great update. And if you like our podcast, that would be great. It's not really the same, but it's still funny. And we would love new listeners. Okay, boy. Thank you so much, Sally. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for existing and existing so close to where I exist. It's the best. <laughs> Thank you to the listeners for being puppos. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Have a great week, everyone.